This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 101. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. And if you're learning a foreign language, you're in the right place. This is where I give you tips and tricks and tactics for learning a language faster. Whatever language that is. And welcome to episode 101. We're into the second century now of uh, podcast, which is a really, really, really cool thing. Very happy to to have got this far. I've got some really, really cool stuff lined up for you guys for the next 100 episodes. Um, and that starts today. But before we dive into that, I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show. And the sponsors of the show are italki. And italki is a place where you can get language lessons online from the comfort of your own home or in a cafe, as I often take my lessons in a, in a Costa or a Cafe Nero or something like that. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to IWillTeachYouAlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. So today what I wanted to do is to talk, I wanted to revisit a subject from a previous podcast. And um, and you, I think it will become apparent why why I'm doing this later on. Because I've just spent the last week in Berlin and I've been at the Polyglot Gathering in Berlin, which is a, a, a it's kind of a, like a conference with lots of people giving talks and things like that. Basically, it's full of people who love languages. Most people speak a, a few languages, but but not everybody. And um, so I was there and I've, I met a lot of people, um, a lot of you guys who I think listen to the podcast, read the blog, and also a bunch of new people as well. And, um, you know, it's it's a funny time there because there's so many people and languages are at the forefront, right? So you you tend to have a lot of language-related uh, conversations. And, and one of the things that you do when you go to this event is that you you have a badge and you write your name on it and you stick the flag on of all the different languages that you speak and so people kind of wander around examine your badge and say oh you speak this and that and uh, and that's kind of often the starting point for conversation which is which is cool uh, but it can also be a little bit kind of weird because you just find yourself kind of walking down the corridor talking about something and you get someone to kind of jump out and start speaking Cantonese at you or something and it's you know it's really hard to switch between different languages like that you know on on the fly and it's also you know a little bit kind of stressful when you've got all these people around and you know quite a few people know me I think so I, I got I have to you know talk with quite a lot of people which is fantastic to meet people but also you know it's not it's not this kind of nice relaxing time and, and, and nor is it really what I really learn languages for I, I don't learn languages to go around and just speak loads of them at the same time with different people but what also happened which was fantastic for me was that I got to spend some quality time with some people like some some people who I'd never met before actually but also some good friends of mine and what I kind of found was that like and this this for me is a pattern that's reflected across my life in in many different ways that out of every 100 people you meet you know there's kind of one person that you really really connect with and and so obviously, because there were hundreds of people there, there were a few people that I, that I really connected this time. And because of the, because of the connections I made with people, and it was only a few really strong ones, but because of these, I ended up really rekindling my passion for certain languages. And it was a huge deal for me and really rewarding and really, really exciting. And the reason I mentioned this was because one, one evening we were at this, at this, uh, there was a, a kind of music event. Uh, near the near the venue and i met maria from poland and she is a listener of the podcast and 
she told me that she was listening to an episode. I think it was the New Year's episode at the end of December 2015. And I was talking about audacious language goals. And I was talking about how, you know, if you really want to make a big impact in your learning, you, you can't just be sitting behind a desk reading your book or, or just listening to your podcasts every day. Um, this podcast you can listen to every day. I'll give you permission for that. But you know, you're, what, I, what I was getting at is you have to kind of bring yourself out of your comfort zone a bit and do something special, do something different because learning a language takes time as we all know. Right. And if you're always kind of stuck in the same routine, you, you're missing out on all the other things that are happening. And so it was fantastic to meet Maria and hi Maria. If you, if you're listening, uh, I'll see if I can put a photo. I took a photo with Maria and I'll, I'll put a photo of those in the show notes, which will be at I will teach you language.com forward slash episode 101. And so I went, you know, when, when Maria was telling me this, I thought that was great. But then over the coming days, I kind of started to realize, remember in a way for myself what that's all about. So I, a good friend of mine, Jan was, was at the gathering as well. And um, we, he was staying with me and there was one evening in particular where we were, we were heading back. It was quite late, about 1am, 1 or 2am. And we were heading back to my flat and we kind of got, we got to my flat and there's a bar next door. And we, we saw this guy who Jan, I think Jan recognized. And so we kind of sat down with this guy. Um, you know, I was all kind of ready to go to bed and we had quite a few, quite a few beers already that evening. And we sat down with this, with this guy who Jan recognized who was from Paris and this guy doesn't really speak much English. And, and so we, we started this conversation and it turns out he's a really fantastic guy. I, I'm ashamed to say, I don't even re- remember his name, but we, we sat there and had a, like a two hour long conversation in French and Jan speaks good French as well. So that was, it was, that was fine. I mean, it was, you know, it was okay to talk in French. And, and for me, like French is a language I haven't really used much in the last 10 years or, or more because I haven't, I haven't really had any French friends, to be honest with you. And so I haven't used the language. I've kind of been forgetting it. And yet there I was in this kind of random situation in the middle of Berlin at 2 a.m., sat on at a table with this French guy and we had this crazy two hour conversation in French all about you know, politics and immigration and languages and Europe and like, all these amazingly different things. But it was a real genuine conversation, like very, very deep about all these kind of different things. And we were really communicating, really, really bonding. And that was the first time in, honestly, probably about 15 years that I'd sat and spoken French for more than like five minutes. And it was such, we got up and left at the end and I I just turned to Yan and I said, man, that was amazing. That was so cool. And it was the kind of thing that I never would have done if I'd stayed in London, I wouldn't have kind of gone out of my way to look for French practice. It was just one of these kind of crazy situations that you get into sometimes when you're traveling or also when you actually make the effort to go to or, or go and do something that's related to your passion. So I wasn't particularly looking for a, a long conversation in French, but it happened because I'd gone to Berlin and to this and to this gathering. And I was so that, I, that made me really, really happy. And it really kind of rekindled my my desire to to speak more French. The next day, there was uh, a guy who I sat down with at the venue itself and had a very long conversation in Portuguese with. We were talking about all kinds of things, a lot, a lot of business stuff and, and languages as well. And again, the first long conversation in Portuguese I've had for quite some time. And it was just like all of the none, none of this stuff would have happened if I'd stayed at home. And this is why I wanted to mention this again today, because I'm sure a lot of you guys have been learning the language that you're learning for a while. Um, maybe you haven't 
been, I don't know, maybe you haven't traveled to the country. Maybe you haven't gone out to, maybe you haven't got a community or a circle of friends around you who, who learn this language. And so I imagine that, you know, you, a lot of you will be listening to this kind of in isolation in some way. And I wanted to just record this, first of all, to kind of set the tone for the next 100 episodes, but also as a reminder to say, look, sometimes the best thing you can do is try to do something that puts you out of your comfort zone, something a bit, a bit crazy, something big. And I don't know what that's going to be for you, but I think what for me, what it really comes down to is community. And in so many areas of my life, like having a community of people around me who are interested in the same things as me, who have the same, uh, well, just generally the same interests, I guess, and who are like-minded people. These are people who help me do whatever I'm trying to do better. They introduce me to different people. They'll give me, help me have stimulating conversations. They'll help me become a better thinker about whatever it is that I'm trying to do. And so I would really encourage you to do exactly what Maria did, which is to do something big this year, whether it's attending a language event somewhere or, or, or whatever it may be, this doing something like this will really, I mean, I can't guarantee it obviously, but the more that you do these things, the more you're likely to find a different level of passion and engagement with your language and it, it can lead to really really great things like uh the things that happened to me over the last few days and just you know just some ideas for you there's wherever you live there are almost certainly lots of local events you know you can look for go go to meetup.com look for language meetups if you're learning polish search for polish meetup um if you're you know if you're learning portuguese look for some i don't know go to some brazilian concerts or something like that maybe if you're learning arabic volunteer for a local arabic or uh, local refugee organization which is something i've actually been thinking of doing here in the uk you know something go go out and find a community of people who are into either language learning in general or the language that you are specifically learning just go and search for this stuff see what there is put yourself out there take a couple of risks and see if you can get involved with a community of people like that if you do it's got the potential to be huge for you and to be a real galvanizing force in the year so i hope that's helpful for you i hope that gives you a bit of food for thought again if you'd like to see this uh, photo of me with with maria just to, to for, i don't know for a bit of inspiration then head over to the show notes i will teach you language.com forward slash episode 101 i'll see you in the next episode of the podcast thank you for listening